day and welcome to the Larry Lakers. We've got a great question on the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat Show where you provide the questions, we provide the chit chat and we've always got plenty of dribbling chit chat. Welcome to the show. Once again, I'm Tony and we've got a great question. Great question for one of our listeners who's seen a fair bit of basketball in his time. His name is uh, James. James at Huggins Trophy. James at Huggins Trophies. As I said, I don't know whether that means he's won a lot of trophies, he deserves a lot of trophies, or whether he makes trophies. But James at Huggins Trophies, maybe you can Google him, look him up on Facebook, find out more about this James at Huggins Trophies organisation. But let's get to his question. Austin Reeves, Tony, is Austin Reeves the missing link to Pistol Pete Maravich? Is Austin Reeves the missing link to Pistol Pete Maravich? Wow, the missing Maravich link. That's got to put a man under pressure. I'm sure people don't want to be the next Jordan, the next Larry Bird, the next Pistol Pete Maravich. But is there any similarity? We put some photos together. We put them on YouTube. Go and have a look at that. You can find that on our YouTube uh, under the Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat And the pictures are uncanny. The shot release of Austin Reeves and some of the dribbling and the dribbling skill and the passing. So Austin Reeves, we then dug in to uh, the last 24 hours. There was a game against Montenegro. So we went to the World Cup for the first game in the second round, the round of 16, and had a good look at Austin Reeves to see if there were any Maravich-type moments. And guess what? There were moments Austin Reeves delivered in crunch time. It wasn't just crunch time scoring. There were Maravich moments for Austin Reeves. No wonder someone who's seen a fair bit of basketball over the years, James, has asked us about this. Please go and have a look at the pictures. They tell the story. But listen to the podcast. If you're driving around, you can't be looking at Google. Let's (laughs) listen to the pod and then go and find the pictures, find a little bit of history. I went and looked at some video myself. The videos are grainy. It's hard to get a good one. Maravich, he's played in a different era. But this guy is a bit of a throwback, this Austin Reeves. He takes us back to another style that's great to see. Anyway, what were the Maravich moments for Austin Reeves? Late in the game, 72-68 is the score. USA v Montenegro. Montenegro have surprised the USA. They've got uh, Vucevic, the big centre from the Chicago Bulls, signed a new contract, $60 million, uh, for three years, so $20 million per for the next three years. They played three guys across the back line that were pretty big, which is unusual for the US. So they've tried to put Walker Kessler on early. We've called for him to get more minutes, and he did for the first time. He ever got first quarter minutes in a long time in this series, but... Um, when they got around him a couple of times, Kerr, he decided, I'm going to go small, it's been working for me. And uh, the zone there, they had three bigs across the back for uh, Montenegro, two biggish guards at the front, and they were giving the USA a little bit of trouble. Seventy, They led at halftime, first time anyone's done that in this World Cup against uh, the USA, so Montenegro out at 
half-time, really giving the USA a little bit to think about. And um, the uh, our man, Austin Reeves, has um, brought the ball up, cross over his dribble, gone between the two fenders at sort of the zone guard on the left, the left low post. The centre's come over to mark Jaron Jackson in the centre. But Austin Reeves hops back, a massive crossover, massive step back, and the Filipino crowd loves the Lakers, and they love Austin Reeves. And the reaction, he's jumped in the air pretty high for the an athletic, for the effort to hop back. Crossover dribble, hop back, high in the air, high-arcing three-point jump shot, straight in, Austin Reeves, hero to the people. Then what else happened in the Maravich magic moments? Moments later, he's got to defend because they're switching the USA. So he is marking quite often their second biggest player because they've run a couple of switches themselves to get on to Austin. But because they had three bigs, it was going to end up a good chance that he might end up with the switching, covering a big. He's covering their second big, biggest big, quite often down at the low post. He's holding his own. Again, despite his size, he's really surprisingly athletic. And he surprised people with his strength down low. And he held his ground against this uh, their low post. And as he backed him up, he's uh, gone to turn. Banchero's come over for a little bit of help. So the guy's tried to pick up the ball, turn strongly his shoulder into Reeves. Reeves has stripped the ball from a bigger, strong opponent and dribbled up the court. Moments later, another Maravich moment. Uh, he's dribbled between uh, the top of the key in the zone and the low post a little bit, so they've had to slide across. As they've slid across, they've freed up the corner for Paulo Banchero, but laser-like pass from Austin Reeves, left hand, his non-preferred hand, round his back. It's a bounce pass, not to the corner for the three. He's hit Banchero on the move, put it in front of him beautifully so that he could cut in for the dunk along the baseline. Very, very Maravich in its uh, pistol peat skill and laser-like accuracy. This guy can dribble a bit like Maravich. He can uh, pass, amazing passing, and his little edge of the key jumper. And they tell me Maravich could shoot a three-point shot um, that distance way before the three-pointer ever came in. And Austin Reeves, uh, he's really starting to improve his three-point percentage data so the Lakers will be loving that so similarities there starting to uh, come in I'm sure he wants to be his own player not Hillbilly Kobe not the Maravich missing link but it's great that somebody to put a question up and we look at the styles of these players and it's also great to flash back and appreciate that pistol Pete Maravich the guy sadly died too early, had a heart attack at 40. So it's great to go back and remember the guy and have a look at the film. I encourage people to do that and see if they can see any little bits and links to this guy, Austin Reeves, who's like a time machine, Austin Reeves. What else is happening in the uh, World Cup 
asks um, Dee Styles from the nation's capital, and uh, he's also joined by a fellow who asked, what were some of the final scores for Germany, Serbia, and Spain? We want to know from Jay Foy at Basketballs of Joy. Jay Foy at Basketballs of Joy, and Dee Styles had asked me about the USA score. Dee Styles at the nation's capital. Well, thanks for your questions and the dribbling chit-chat. Please put your comments in on our YouTube and you can send them to thelarrylakers at gmail.com. But the USA snuck away there in those last couple of minutes, but it was started a really fire, a hot uh, two minutes of high involvement in the game and ooze and ass from the crowd. Austin Reeves, all the other players were great as well, but we love the coincidence that Austin Reeves really kicked up a gear for that two minutes and ran hot and seemed to be involved in everything, defence, the defensive end and the offensive end. If it wasn't a shot around the back pass, the stop against the big, just those couple of back-to-backers really uh, revved up the crowd, but his teammates revved up as well. And it's just manhandled a steal down low off a player who was a bit too casual, and especially when the game was so close and so close to the end. Montenegro, a much bigger player, he's just manhandled, ripped it off him. Uh, you wouldn't want him to have that be his lunch at school. The bullies would just take it off him. Montenegro, protect the ball. He's just torn it off him and didn't have many steps to go to the hoop. Jumped up and dunked it, just six foot four from a standing start. It was a great bit of play, but Montenegro need to finish a little bit more with some strength or manliness to close the game out. But they were good enough to ask questions of the USA. Montenegro, I hope they can win their next one. But the USA 85, Montenegro 73, doesn't show how close it was. Only got away in those last uh, couple of minutes. That in that uh, six to four minute mark, certainly was a, a patch with Austin Reeves in it. Then that uh, four to two minute mark, they dominated. Then they sort of tried to uh, come back a little bit, Montenegro, but they more or less traded baskets. So uh, closer than it looked, and the fact that it was alive with six minutes to four minutes to go and alive at half time. The first scare for the USA in this tournament. Serbia, 76. That was a surprise. Italy, Italy. They've come out and beaten Serbia. So Italy are now in a good spot. Serbia's got to go and fight for its life. At least they've got to earn a second chance by being top of their uh, pool, I believe. Germany, 100, beat Georgia. So they've got quite a few bigs. But Germany, that uh, Dennis Schroeder continues uh, to dominate, as do uh, the rest of his teammates, including the other ex Lager, Mo Wagner. And uh, Spain, what a surprise. The world champions, the World Cup holders, were beaten in the last four or five minutes. Davis Batons, Batons, he really, the Latvian laser, he got things going for Latvia. Now, they're playing without Christoph Pozingas, who had plantar fasciitis, so couldn't come to... Uh, the World Cup, or he came to the World Cup, but he couldn't play. But at least he came to support his team, which I believe has given them a bit of a boost as well. Good on you, uh, Christophs, but Davis Bertans and the rest of the team, Latvia, pulling the surprise on Spain, so they'll be playing for their life next game as well. 
What else happened there? The Dominicans surprise losers to Puerto Rico, 102-97. Slovenia, as you know, 91-80. to So Dominicans there, led by Carl Anthony Town. Puerto Rico, 102. And the other Laker connection in the Dominions, LJ Figueroa, who played in Summer League and was a fan favourite, fired up in one game there. And... Uh, the fans loved him. The fans really liked his effort, but there wasn't quite a spot for him. But the Dominican Republic will now have to play for their survival in this competition. Puerto Rico, they've got one up. Slovenia, they still haven't had a loss. Luka Doncic is leading this team, but his support is stepping up with him. He wasn't the highest scorer last night. Giddy outscored him, uh, Josh Giddy for the Australians, but the support... They had a better spread of support players and they hit their points in crunch time, did the Slovenians. Um, Canada, here's another upset. Canada versus Brazil. Brazil, the zippy guard, Diego, zipping around as he did when they played Australia down in Melbourne for warm-up games. Diego, this little guard... He zips in, but they've got, they'll play two bigs at once at time. They'll pick and roll in, so Yeager will draw and they'll pop for the big to take it to the hoop. Or they'll pick and pop out instead of pick and roll down. They'll set the screen and pop back out, and these bigs can hit a three. Australia, where are our bigs? And, and they can play two bigs at once, some of these countries. And Brazil have done that, done it to a well, good effect, and upset Canada. Canada had the opportunities. But Brazil hit a crunch one right near uh, the last minute, two minutes again, kicked back out by the, the fellow Jaeger, the little zippy guard. And one of their bigs, as we're talking about bigs in the modern game, need to be able to hit a three. Canada, the surprise loss to Brazil. So their next game, let's have a look what they'll be. That'll be important. Okay, Sean at Abbey Takeaway says, what are the next games, please? What are the next games at FIBA? Sean at Abbey Takeaway. Well, Brazil are going to play Latvia, Sean. That is going to be something special. Brazil, the surprise packets, versus Latvia, the other surprising team. I'm looking forward to that. That is tomorrow. So Sunday, Australian time. Monday for our friends in California. So uh, Brazil, Latvia. Um, also playing Germany on Sunday Australian time, Monday for our friends, California and Memphis, uh, Mo from Memphis. Uh, Germany, that's Dennis Schroeder, Mo Wagner, our ex-Lakers versus Slovenia, Luka Doncic. These two teams, that, that's going to be a tough, tough game. Now, the uh, Dominicans, that's the Carl Anthony Towns. They've suffered that loss in Serbia, the surprise loss. So two surprise losers, one's going to knock the other out. That is also on Sunday. Uh, these are in order of time, so that's one of the later games. Later again, 40 minutes later, the USA will be playing the uh, Lithuanians. So I believe they've yeah they've got the big center from the um, from the uh, Pelicans playing with them. So the USA versus Lithuania, another one to watch in Spain fighting for their life against Canada, the world champion, versus one of the favoured teams to maybe surprise the USA, Canada, with Shea Gilgis-Alexander, an NBA starting lineup, an NBA bench. They've almost got two NBA players in every position. They are a team people thought could really threaten, but that surprise loss means one of these two is going to go home, Spain or Canada. 
Now, if you like that, please also go on to our YouTube. We, we put another one up there from one of our listeners. I think it was uh, Jay Foy at B-Balls of Joy. He's come up with this question, and it is a great one for fans of Australian basketball looking at last night's game. From last night are two players that are both six foot seven, both in their top league competitions averaged thirty points in some seasons, whole seasons, with eight rebounds, six or so assists, sorry, six or so assists. So they can, and both played for their country in adult competition uh, at the age of seventeen. These two players are Luca. So is Luca like Andrew Gaze on steroids is a question from Jay Foy at B-Balls of Joy. I love the fact that B-Balls of Joy for Jay Foy, but Luca like Andrew Gaze on steroids. He does seem to be a bit stronger and probably um, both of them have the ball, could hold the ball a fair bit, both could dribble a bit better than people realise, both could get to the basket more than people realise. Andrew Gaze probably a slightly better three-pointer, and um, Luka Doncic, probably slightly better on getting to the hoop. Both very good passes for big men. Both great international players. And I think what's brought the question up for Jay Foy is that these two teams played. And so there were these flashbacks, just like there were for James Huggs and the questions about Maravic. Flashbacks were coming for Jay Foy about Andrew Gaze, a 6'7 ball carrier, and international competition, I think he's third in the total point scoring uh, for the history of the FIBA World Cup. And he's a FIBA uh, life member, uh, I believe, there of the uh, uh, FIBA uh, Association. So what a great player he's been internationally, but what a great comparison, especially when they're playing for their nation. These two, I bet he wishes he was around now. The three-point shooting is so important and big wings are so important in the game. Andrew Gaze, and I believe he's commentating over there at the World Cup. So great question from Jay Foy. Now, if you enjoyed all of that, please go and have a look at the YouTube. We dig down into a lot of detail on that game and uh, how well it was played. But please go to the uh, Larry Lakers Dribbling Chit Chat and have a look at uh, our last episode. We had uh, Luca and the Locals v. The World, uh, where uh, a deputy at one of the schools in regional New South Wales, so for people listening in Los Angeles, and I think we've got some listeners north there in Elk Grove, Sacramento, uh, Ted O from Sacramento, that area is about three hours from Sydney, three and a half hours, and uh, it's worth listening to these young men. Some of them have got to go down to maintain contract interest from out their version of the NFL, which is the NRL, and uh, these young guys, a couple of them, have got to put a lot of time in, plus their studies, they're good students. So really interesting that uh, we were asked to connect to those uh, young men from that school and interview them regarding their sporting interests, including basketball and a local comp they've got and a team they've got that is a bit of a Cinderella story. Please go and listen to that podcast and have a check of our uh, YouTubes as well. Please like, subscribe, put your comments in and until next time, have a safe week.